2: we <laughs>
0: live in new york city you know they say if you can make it here you can make it most places i believe that's the way a song goes correct once you've made it anywhere come here and make it again <laughs> I, <laughs> or uh, some, something like that don't recall um, but uh, we're speaking at a talk radio conference i want to speak more about that later as we are on a very important panel yeah
3: oh yeah we'll be yeah. the voice of reason we will be instructing the rest of the industry on how to do their jobs that's <laughs> i mean that's a summary <laughs> Uh, I have no information okay, on okay. what's about to happen. Do you?
0: I think I do. Uh,
3: yeah. My apologies. I blame myself because yeah, Simon, so does everybody else.
0: Simon Denyer of The Washington Post is reporting on this uh, the sonic attacks on diplomats in China, similar to what happened in Cuba. And uh, we didn't understand it then. We don't understand it now.
3: Simon Denyer is indeed the China Bureau Chief in Beijing and joins us now. Mr. Denyer, how are you, sir?
4: I'm very well. Good morning, guys. Good morning, New York.
3: Thank you. Uh, To what extent are we confident that something insidious has truly happened, as opposed to, I think we're all uh, men of the world, we've seen examples of human psychology kind of running amok and people starting to imagine things. How certain are we that something's
5: happened?
4: (laughs) I wish I could answer that question. I really do. I mean, it is a complete mystery at the moment what's going on. I I do think that there are a lot of cases coming to light in quite different places. Cuba, uh, you know, a while ago, beginning in the fall of 2016, and now in China, it does seem like something is going on. These are, you know, these are reliable people who have professional track records aren't aren't making it up or succumbing to some kind of mass hysteria, you know, why would that spread from Cuba to China in, in a year and a half? So something's going on, but what that is, we really don't know. The FBI investigated the Cuba case for more than a year, and... Uh, at least they're saying they couldn't find any answers. They, they, they didn't get to the bottom of it. They expelled uh, a bunch of Cuban diplomats because they said that Cuba was not looking after US diplomats but they were never able to, to pin it on anybody or to really find out what was going on. China today said it conducted an investigation following the first incident here in China and they couldn't get to the bottom of what's going on. So we are in the realm of speculation, there's been some research, there's been some ideas floating around, but at the moment we're we're still speculating.
0: So what are the symptoms or how 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 damaged are our diplomats? What what has happened to them?
4: Right. I mean yeah, I mean I'll start with the, the sounds because we had some one of the affected the, the guys in, in Guangzhou, he described the sound as marbles bouncing and hitting a floor and then rolling on an incline with a static sound. And and so he's getting this kind of metallic interference sound, which is affecting him, it's affecting his wife, it's affecting his three-year-old son. And they start getting headaches, they start getting chronic sleeplessness, they were given painkillers, they were given Ambien to try and help them sleep, and, and it wasn't helping at all. So what these people have been diagnosed, some of the people in Cuba have had permanent hearing loss. They've had what was described as mild traumatic brain injury, so, so sort of brain swelling, uh, you know, I guess it's you know i guess if you've been hit over the head, sort of that that kind of that kind of trauma to the brain, hopefully and presumably that isn't permanent. But something that's really getting into dizziness is another thing, tinnitus, um, you know, nausea, these kinds of things, if you can imagine those kinds of sounds getting right into your head over a prolonged period of time, presumably right on the verge of what you can hear and what you can't hear, um, it, it, you, know, you can imagine it, it's pretty disturbing for the people involved.
3: Simon Denyer is the Washington Post Chinese bureau chief. He's on the line from Beijing Um, to to state the obvious. If I were to choose somebody to investigate the situation in China, the Chinese government would be roughly the last people I would I would look to. Um, But I, I understand the FBI's investigation in Cuba was pretty extensive. And it's still very, very mysterious. And I don't want to sound like I'm writing uh, the plot to a James Bond movie or something like that, but this looks awfully like a test of something truly troubling by a couple of communist regimes.
4: Right. I mean, that's that's what we were talking about today. You know, this does seem, I mean, not to belittle it, but it seems like a plot from a movie where you've got, you know, Spectre doing some kind of evil scheme to get inside people's heads, you know, it, it's, it's that level of, uh, uh, you know, I mean, so the problem I have with it is, why would anybody want to do this? Why would they, you know, why would they target the U.S. only? Why would they experiment, if you like, on, on U.S. diplomats if they were trying to s- s- find out if something worked? Good you know, point. Why would it go from Cuba to, to China um, there are so many unanswered questions there, there, there's a, I'm just going to throw one more sort of theory out there and this was from a Michigan University study which looked into it and they speculated they, they speculated that it could have been different ultrasound transmitters installed in these residences because it's all happened in, in diplomats apartments or residences and they said they said if different ultrasound transmitters interfered with each other if the waves interfered with each other they could combine to produce a, an audible interference sound
3: ah um, uh, now now we're on to
4: something
3: Right. I was going to express my annoyance at you for ruining my theory that this was a uh, a communist plot, because, yeah, you'd try it out on like Tanzanian diplomats or something. You wouldn't go right after the big dog. But it's it's a given if you are a, a member of the U.S. government on any level from law enforcement to diplomacy in a hostile regime. Your your dwelling will be bugged at all times. You will be surveilled at all times. So, wow, that's a really intriguing theory.
4: Right. So, so, so imagine it could be two different bugs interfering with each other. It could be a bug which is transmitting interfering with a jammer, which is, which is installed by the U.S. government to stop uh, uh, eavesdropping. You know, they said it could even be ultrasonic pest repellents, although you'd think the FBI would have found those pretty quickly if that's the case. You know, so that's an interesting theory. Could it be different things interfering with each other? But again... You know, again, you'd expect the FBI to have found it. If, if you know, if they'd done a year-long investigation, you'd expect them to find it. So, it is a mystery. I can't answer. I can't. I can't give you answers. I'm afraid. I can only give you theories, and, and, and none of them, none of them entirely satisfactory.
0: I've had a number of those symptoms early in the morning, but usually the <laughs> night before was
3: the uh, explanation. <laughs> Simon Denyer is the Washington Post <laughs> China Bureau Chief. Simon, uh, a real pleasure to talk to you. Thanks a million for the time.
4: No, it's a pleasure being on. Thanks very much.
3: Let's do it again. Thank you. He liked my witty aside. Um, <laughs> if you've ever woken up, you know, my act st- like you've been there. My, Don't point it out. My stomach was upset,
0: and my head kind of hurt. I had ringing in my ears. I, and, I, it felt like my brain was too large for my
3: skull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait a minute. I think I've been under attack by the
1: Cubans.
3: <laughs> wow, how weird is that? You know, I remember uh, when, when the, the big wind farm thing. First started, especially on the West Coast, that it became clear that people who lived anywhere close to them, that (gasps) ultra low frequencies that would pass through your body. That was actually causing people physical and mental illness like you could not live with it. Um, And so this this sort of thing is
0: real. Yeah, I was I was getting pretty excited there. Um, You know, it's. It's a very titillating prospect that the evil communist regimes are testing out some major weapon, but it defies any explanation whatsoever, as he pointed
3: out that you- I know, let's try it out on the one, uh, the one country that can resist and catch us at it and punish us for it. Yes, let's, uh, let's run our preliminary tests on our ultimate target. Right, now, that would be stupid.
0: Well, Damn, I had such a good theory. Well, not only might you try it on- Tanzanian diplomats, as you said, how about some of your own political prisoners that you don't give a crap what happens to? I mean, you, there's all kinds of ways to test There's it, that to see what happens as opposed to U.S. diplomats. It makes a lot more sense that we came up with some sort of technology that alone or combined with a different technology is, is causing this to happen to our diplomats. Yeah. yeah, that makes way more
3: sense. Or, you know, it's also entirely possible that there's some sort of new bug or transmitter or whatever that the commies are sharing amongst themselves. And this is unintentional. Along with our jammer, like he said, the combination could be. Why are you blaming America? You're a blame America guy. You're an America hater, aren't you? <laughs> that sucks for them, though. Oh. I mean, you know, I, have him, his wife, and kids. You ever known anybody with a psychosomatic illness? It's it's internally it's generated by your brain. You, you got a little you got a little kink. You got a little screw loose, and all of us do in one sort of another, but. Um, but it causes actual physical symptoms. There is actual inflammation in your intestinal tract. You're not imagining you're causing it, but it's real. And so I just, and and I think this is probably not that, but it is amazing once you get the fear going, what your body can do to itself. But I hope we nail this down because, you know, these people are being tortured. Some of them have permanent hearing loss. That's crazy. Yeah. See, I thought the commies were trying it out on a careful, carefully selected group of Americans. Make sure it works. You'd be an idiot to try it out on the United States. Well, Jack, there's uh, it's a well-known uh, intersection between communism and idiocy. It's an idiotic way to run a country. But anyway, true. Um, they're trying it out on a few people, and then they're going to say, Listen, nuclear bomb's nothing. We're going to torture all your people. And swell up your brains and make you deaf and crazy. Every single damn one of you, as soon as I flip this switch, we got a half a dozen satellites circling the country. You're going to be so busy wetting yourself and pooing yourself, you're not going to be able to find your way to the nuclear buttons. So capitulate now, running dogs of capitalism. See, that's what I was imagining.
0: So, we're speaking in New York City with our voices going back to the West Coast, and then they were headed to China to talk to him, and then his voice would go to the West Coast and back
3: to us in New York City. Isn't that amazing? It is really quite amazing. And there was, I mean, there was a bit of a delay, but. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendous. So, uh, getting out here was a little roughish, uh, as it turned out. Tell you about that in a moment or two. Yeah, I know a lot of you travel for business.
0: I don't know how you do it. I don't know. You must just, like, really focus on eating nothing but fruit. Making sure you stay hydrated because I feel like crap all the time when I do business travel.
3: My arch nemesis David Cassidy uh, lied about his dementia, as it turns out, and the makers of the Farley bicycle are in trouble because the Farley family is angry at them. Okay, they made a fat bike and called it the Farley. Uh, what's a fat bike? It's a bike that's fatter than normal. Oh,
0: stay gotcha, with you. Gotcha. F- stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. all new york songs today as we're broadcasting live from the big apple um how about that first conan joke there sean conan one you got it here it comes today on twitter president trump denied rumors that his wife melania got a facelift he denied it yeah trump said trust me when my wife needs a new face i'll get a new wife was a quote the whole um, w- willingness to uh, assume the worst or speculate or whatever about Melania's health is really unprecedented.
3: It is. Yeah, The uh, you know, there's a racial aspect of it, but taking that sort of shot at Michelle Obama never would have happened. Never. Yeah. I mean, just out of love and respect and fear, which would they would d- say, well, no, it's not that. It's respect, and she doesn't have it coming. Why would I target her? Blah, blah, blah. But no. Oh, if it's Trump's wife, it's okay. I hope she doesn't. The girl's gorgeous. I mean, she's absolutely beautiful. But it's funny. There's a parallel to the David Cassidy story. It turns out he the, the story was he had dementia or whatever late in his life. He didn't. He was just a drunk. He was a raven drunk. He had liver failure, as the rest a, of it. And, as a guy who knows a lot of alcoholics and calls himself an alcoholic,
0: there are a lot of things that get called other things that are just alcoholism. Yeah. A lot of things, yeah. including perhaps that uh, Kate Spade. Um According to some reports. Oh, so. is that right? Yeah, which you know, severe
3: not, depression. They said. Uh, well, that that's a lot of people are really depressed
0: who drink a lot. Yeah, and cause uh, or effect? No, hard to say. We'll take your calls. Hard to say. Nobody nobody actually knows the answer to that, so we're mm-hmm. not taking your calls. Yeah, and, and no, listen, we are
3: not. Uh, we famously had a bitter argument with David Cassidy, and he, he swore at us. But um, I have no uh, no need to mock the guy or anything. I find it sad because TV star of the seventies. Yeah, he did singer. And and TV star uh, filled stadiums listening to his uh, soft rock. He was like a Justin Bieber type, huge musical star as a kid. Yeah, yeah. As a teenager, and he yeah. was dead sexy man. Um, but uh, he was a little androgynous for my taste. He uh, <laughs> defined himself. That Ladies. was hot at the time. Hot Jack, seventies lady boy, right? <laughs> but he clearly was a guy who who formed his self image as a superstar. And then when he no longer was what he saw as his his right self, his real self, for the rest of his life, it tortured him. God, fame is insidious and stardom and the acclaim of the crowd. It's awful. That 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 it's poison
0: could, that could play a role. It's hard to say. There, I, I think I think most people in the world of alcoholism believe you could have that life or any life. If you're meant to be an alcoholic, you're not. You're going to be an alcoholic.
3: It's a, you, the way you're built. But
0: do what nobody, you were born to do nobody knows the answer to that for certain either so
3: interesting i, I imagine there's a, a body of people who believe otherwise as well sure yeah okay interesting so uh what uh what, yeah i got a minute for this so uh judy and i are discussing jude came to new york with us with me ba, 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 da, 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 and she's doing da, 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 fun touristy stuff she's gonna go see a show i think she's going to the statue of liberty because she never has um and uh, really yeah so she's gonna do touristy you know, stuff while I'm doing business stuff.
0: I was amazed as as uh, planning for this trip and everything. There are a lot of people that have either never been to New York or um were once went once as a kid or something yeah, like that. That was my story more or less. Yeah. Yeah. And I um when we lived on the East Coast when we lived in Charlotte I went like every weekend for like a year just because I was I'd never been to New yeah. York and I wanted to go and so jealous I, of that. I really know my way around the city pretty well but yeah so. So, I don't mind talking about it because I know a lot of you are not that well traveled to it. How so far anyway, of a track um, was that for you? From, I'm not going to have time for my story. Sorry. You can talk as long as you want. What? We could blow out the news. No, we, we could do can't. everything when
3: because your name's on the show. No, it is. Yeah. My proudest moment. So we'll get to that in a minute, Sean. But so anyway, uh, Judy and I were discussing when I would leave the show yesterday, whether it would be uh, at the uh, at the, you know half uh, half an hour before the show's over. And I said, "Honey, that's plenty." She said, "I don't know. I'm nervous. I, I'm afraid you won't get there." Blah 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 blah. And I, I frankly, I got a little cocky. I got a little mansplainy. And I said, uh, honey, no offense, I travel like three, four times as often as you. I know how long it takes the airport. I know security. I know that blah, 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 blah. I'll be fine. But she, she's up all night worrying about it, so I say, okay, you know what, you're right. I, uh, you're probably right. I'll leave a segment early, uh, and we'll be able to sit together in the terminal, blah, blah, blah. So I, I do, and I get my act together. I, I zoom to the airport. First problem is the airport parking garage is full. It's, just, it's like full, full. And they claim to have like five spaces on one floor. I don't know where they were, but I drive around, drive around. Finally, I see a dude walk into his car. I go backward at like 35 miles per hour, probably a terrible idea. Well, certainly a terrible idea. I follow the guy, wait for him. I, I get his parking space, and I head in. I'm running kind of late now. The plane's starting to board, and I, uh, I, I. Well, uh, assigned
0: seating. If you're used to Southwest, it's good to have the assigned seating.
3: Yeah. Well, I jog through the uh, the terminal. I get through security. It's no problem. I go to the departures, figure out which gate Judy's waiting at, and I look up, and all right, uh, A four gate, A four only issue, the only problem is that I'm in Terminal B. Oh, that'll slow you down. I, was th- I always fly southwest up and down the west coast, and I forgot we were taking American from a different oh, terminal, so sucks. I just autopiloted my way to B. I sprint all the way through Terminal B, all the way to the parking garage, then... All the way to Terminal A, all the way to the security, then all the way to the gate. As they are saying, "This is your last chance, Joseph Getty." Right. That's what's your last chance. And I get to the gate, dripping with sweat, good, red-faced, and just soaked. That's always a great
0: feeling. Oh yeah, yeah. You sitting and there, settle
3: into my seat. You're
0: all sweaty, and your heart's beating, and <laughs> yeah, that's just that makes for a good long trip after that. Yeah, not Fantastic. the least bit
3: stinky. Well, we have no time for our headlines with Marshall, but I promise you, they will fascinate you. I'll bet
0: Trump's are involved somehow. Well, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Ba ba ba! can't stop singing it.
3: New York, New York. Yeah, Michael, you can lean heavily on the Frank uh, Sinatra classic if you'd like to celebrate our being here in the Big Apple. So I didn't quite finish my story. So I'm running, literally sprinting with luggage through multiple airport terminals trying to get to the correct plane when's the last time you sprinted well, honestly, I do a fair amount of cardio, you and sprint? I was so grateful. No, I don't sprint. No, Last time I sprinted, last time a bear chased me. <laughs> I don't recall. Um, so I'm running as fast as I can with luggage, sweat-soaked through multiple terminals, having explained to my wife how I was the master traveler, Ooh. and I didn't oh, need hurts. her to explain to me that when hurts. I needed to leave work. Thank you, honey, but hurts. I don't need a mommy. I need a wife, okay? I know where I'm going. <laughs> I know what I'm I'm doing. <laughs> and so there I am and it's it's 1 minute till closed doors on the airplane. Mm. Um and I get to security at the correct terminal. And I have my, my pass, my boarding pass, on my phone. Sure. I, I open it up, and I have somehow, in my frantic jabbing at it, opened up some weird magnifying glass thing that covers quarter of the screen. And I can't close it. I can't get it off. I can't make it go away. And the TSA guys, who are more than sympathetic toward my plate, really good dudes, were like, man, I can't read that. I can't let you in. I don't know. Here, let me try. He tries, and I said, "Wait a minute, let me try." What if you press this and it's just not freaking working? Oh my god! And I've seriously got sixty seconds to like close the door on my cross country flight. So finally, I said, "Listen, I got to bite the bullet." I shut the thing all the way down. Wait till the little swirly thing stops. And then I bring it all the way back up. I'm looking at my watch. I'm effed. I'm effed. I'm oh, effed. You know how long feeling. it takes an iPhone to reboot? I can tell you precisely. Longer than you want. And so finally, it comes back up. It's normal. I show him. I'm passing. I'm running down the hallway, dripping sweat. Oh, God. The scarlet-faced fat man charging through an airport as they're yelling, Joseph Getty, this is your last call. Joseph Getty to uh, Gate A4, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and, and finally... They see me running. You, Joe Getty? I said, "Yeah, I am." And they get on the radio. We got everybody. And dumb, they dumb get dum, dumbs here. So
0: when you plopped yourself down next to Judy, what yes. did she say? <laughs> You're red and sweaty.
3: And <laughs> but actually, as I uh, as I got to the row, I said, "So, what's going on with you?" <laughs> and,
5: and then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
3: then I see that, God bless, she is my angel. She has a big old bottle of water. She is refilled in the terminal. And I said, do you have anything like a napkin or paper towels or anything? <laughs> Who travels with paper towels? She has a couple of napkins, which I begin bathing myself with, getting all the sweat off me. And this is at the beginning of like eight hours of traveling. Yeah. And I'm soaked with sweat to start. Oh, God. It's like you know traveling in the Philippines in August or something. But i just like I'm in the, the, the manila, the jungles of Saigon. That's but hilarious. I made the flight. God I hate that feeling. Just a little damp. The worst. I'm not even gonna tell you about my undergarments. <laughs>
2: Alright?
3: They were not dry.
2: Hey, were the other passengers shaking their heads at you?
3: Uh, No, that was the funny thing. So I'm, uh, 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 and they say, we got everybody. Get on, you idiot. I I get into the jetway, and there's still people lined up 25, 30 feet outside the plane waiting to get on. So, yeah. It wasn't the, we've held this flight. I'm sorry, folks. we got to hold this flight for another five minutes. There's a Joe Getty who is interfering with all of us getting where we're going. You'll probably uh, miss your connections, but Joe <laughs> Getty isn't yet on the airplane. So just uh, be patient. We'll wait for him a couple more. <laughs> no, we weren't at that point yet, thank you. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips.
2: Well, another man who's planning to travel, President Trump. He's supposed to be leaving for the G7 summit in Canada to discuss trade on Friday. Has Trump ever
0: sat on a commercial flight in his entire life? I doubt Uh, it. No. I'll bet he hasn't. Trump
2: tweeting this morning, isn't it ironic getting ready to go to the G7 in Canada to fight for our country on trade? We have the worst trade deals ever made. Then off to Singapore to meet with North Korea and the nuclear problem, but back home we still have the 13 angry Democrats pushing the uh, witch hunt. Exclamation set point. a deleted lyric from the Alanis Morissette <laughs> song that wasn't ironic at all. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all this is the president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, was telling reporters that Trump forced Kim Jong-un to beg for next week's summit in Singapore. Giuliani telling reporters in Tel Aviv yesterday that after Trump sent Kim a letter last month calling off the summit.
5: Well, Kim Jong-un got back on his hands and knees and begged for it, which is exactly the position you want to put him in. Not exactly. Wow, that's that's
0: not helpful, Rudy. Why yeah. would you say that? So he was alone in his shower, just kind of going through some thought experiments, and these recordings got out somehow. Or that's what you would think, yeah. but no, he was in front of an international audience on a microphone. That, yeah.
3: that would that would poison the most amicable, friendly, and enthusiastic negotiating session you can possibly imagine. Sure, I mean if. if If you and your brother completely agree on what to do with mom's old armoire someday, and and, and he says that, you're done. Deliberately. You might be done for life. Yeah, you may never speak to him again. And it was a nice armoire.
2: Well, I got to tell you, the exodus is really, really on. A new survey showing another spike in frustration over the San Francisco Bay Area housing situation. Bay Area Council says 53% of locals agree finding housing has gotten much harder compared to only 36 percent who said that last year the council says that explains why san francisco area voters increasingly cite the housing problem as the region's number one problem and why nearly half of those asked say they are planning to move to someplace cheaper in the very near future
0: yeah, my Uber driver this morning in New York, uh, Asian guy. He wants to move somewhere where there are more Asian girls. And um, he said it's expensive to live in San Francisco. <laughs> and I, I told him the story and everything. But um, it, it's interesting how many so many people that live in the United States and people who come to this country only see, well, I can either live in New York, Los Angeles, or San Francisco. Those right. are my choices. Mm. I said there's an awful lot of country in between
3: where it's pretty damn cheap to live. And very pleasant. Hey, listen, I, I, your number one choice for millennials to move to age 20 to 34. Number 1 choice in America is Seattle. Second, I can understand why Seattle's a fantastic city, but oh, can it, you afford wonderful. but can you afford to live there? No, no you can't. Second is Columbia, South Carolina. Also, Interestingly, also yeah. a very cool city. Number yeah. 3 in the US of America. Sacramento, California. Really? Yeah. In, in large measure because uh so many people are leaving uh, the bay area in the south bay san francisco san jose at all uh, because of the the mind-boggling expense the expense that dwarfs san uh, new york uh, of living there lower cost of living trendier by the day burgeoning arts and food scene not to mention a supply of government and nonprofit jobs and of course that lovely
2: ladybird movie <laughs> that's a great movie it is fine indeed. movie quirky Quick note, Warriors beat the Cavaliers 110-102. to Warriors, Kevin Durant on fire, locking up the Game 3 victory with a dagger three-pointer from 33 feet out with less than 50 seconds to go. Now Hood picks him up on the switch. Jesus! Shot clock at 5. Jesus! Kevin Durant way outside.
3: Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. I said it. I said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, so Steph Curry throws one down from a standard three-point yeah. land a few seconds before that, and it was like they were playing a game of horse in the driveway or something. Durant steps back to Looney Tunesville, like the clock is running out, spot to shoot from, and just hits the bottom of the net. And steps dancing around him, doing his "I love my job" dance. <laughs> and 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 Durant says, "I'm bad. Oh, I'm bad. I'm really bad." Just walking and down the is. court like like a Stud, and then just to uh, the, uh, just to you know put a little icing on the cake of bitterness, the world's most annoying player, Draymond Green, uh, who I love, uh, uh, throws one down in the face, sheet or
2: facial. facial.
3: Of uh, of one of the Cavaliers, just to uh, to put the exclamation point on it, it was a decisive victory.
2: Yep, Warriors just a win away from another NBA championship, and that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Actually, it was a completely uh, sorry, squawky, indecisive victory until the last two
3: minutes. Both teams were just treading water, a point apart for almost the entire fourth quarter, and then in the last two minutes, the Warriors went wild.
0: Uh, I like this column in the New York Times, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, the sultans of self-pity. Um, a lefty columnist taking on Bill Clinton and how he has handled the uh, the weak in Monica Lewinsky, Trump-like. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I want to be a part of it. New York. Armstrong and Getty.
3: The conscience of the nation.
5: To the rudy story i'll tell you a couple of things uh first of all the hypocrisy is astounding because i know someone who spoke to donald trump recently about life in the white house and donald trump's biggest complaint was that he's not allowed to watch porn in the white house no. so there you go there's a little bit of news for you
0: i think that was probably what? a joke wasn't it what and why not? <laughs> First of all, I don't think that's probably
3: true. I'm the leader of the free world. I, I want to look at a little porn.
0: Although certainly they got to be monitoring everything and somebody would leak it out. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm guessing that was a joke, but I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who used to be mayor of this very city that we're in today, did in a York, hell of a job, too. City, hell that, of a job. That's why I've only seen two homeless people since I've been here. Imagine that! Those of you who live in San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, imagine only seeing two homeless people as you bump around a city, including traveling from the airport into downtown, around your hotel, going to get something to eat. Imagine that. You can't even imagine it, can you? Mm. It'd be
3: impossible. Where are we right now? Are we downtown or uptown? You'd call this downtown. Oh, so I've gone from midtown to downtown, and I I didn't see any either.
0: Um... So anyway, Rudy Giuliani used to be the mayor, and now he's a spokesman for Trump. And uh, so he's talking about Stormy Daniels, and I wish you could see the visual on this because you ha- you have to be able to see his eye rolls and dismissive look whenever he mentions Stormy Daniels' name. But I don't think this did anybody any favors again yesterday.
5: She believes in her husband. She knows it's untrue. I don't even think there's a slight suspicion that it's true when you excuse me but when you look at Stormy Daniels. Uh, I know Donald Trump and... Let's respect him. Look at his three wives, right? Beautiful women, classy women, women of great substance. Stormy Daniels. So I respect all human beings. I even have to respect, you know, criminals. But I'm sorry, I don't respect a porn star the way I respect a career woman or a woman of substance or a woman who has great respect (laughs) for herself as a woman. What are you talking about? And isn't going to sell her body for sexual exploitation. So, Stormy, you want to bring a case, let me cross-examine you. Yeah.
3: So, so, So
5: your point is,
3: a man wouldn't have sex with a woman who sells her body for
0: sex? What? Well, on a basic level, Giuliani's arguing for his client, Donald Trump. You wouldn't hit that. Right. In summary, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, yeah, come on. Yeah, at the beginning he says you look at Stormy Daniels and he kind of rolls his eyes and makes face like, Ugh.
3: yeah. You look at her and was it oh six? Yeah, she I looks mean, she like a like, lot of famous porn stars, a really hot young woman. Yeah, a really mind-bogglingly attractive young woman built like a brick poo house. The, the whole porn who star is thing is... willing to do about anything you can imagine. The whole porn star thing is pretty icky. Oh, but yeah. the idea that yeah.
0: Donald Trump is above that is just hilarious to me. But... Well... And I... I don't care. And I don't care. I don't think it's got anything to do with him being president or whether he could be a good president or anything like that. I don't think it's any of our business. I think she entered into a completely consensual relationship because she was hoping she'd get on TV. She wanted something for it. He wanted the sex. Right. That's all there was to it. It's the free market at work. So but the the and 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with him denying it and lying to us about whether or not
3: with about whether he had an affair. No, um, no, I didn't sleep with her. You're not supposed to admit it. That's part of having an affair. But, so, so, but Giuliani going with the ew, he wouldn't do that. Is, yeah, mm, come on, I don't believe that. So when Donald J hired Rudy, the most recent go around, what did he say to him, Rudy? I want you to what. What is Giuliani doing? I'm guessing he said, "Be you, be Rudy. I want the full Rudy." Yeah. So just get out in the media and 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 just be my what? Arg- my agitator? Here's an argument I actually heard that I thought made pretty good sense. Um
0: two parts of it. One one the the lawyer made the point that Trump has hired some of the best lawyers that exist and they're doing the actual legal work. Right. Giuliani's just talking to the press. Yeah. So the idea that that Trump doesn't have a good lawyers or good lawyers good legal representation is just wrong. Right. Um and this is this is from somebody on MSNBC who hates Trump, but they said he's got good lawyers doing the real legal work. Two they feel comfortable. They feel safe in the actual legal battle. They're not worried about any legal problems. The only problem that could actually happen, Dems take the House in impeachment. Rudy's out there to convince the jury that is the American people that influence their congressman so that he doesn't get convicted in that court, ah. which is the impeachment thing. That's Rudy's job is to just muddy the waters so that there's enough congressmen that won't vote. To uh, to either impeach him or to kick him out if it goes to the Senate. Yeah, yeah,
3: which you makes know, perfectly good sense. I I agree as with a strategy with everything you said. Um, you know, my only quibble might be I can easily see Mueller in the midst of you know going from Russia to to, to finances to taxes to real estate, whatever, finding something hinky on the business side. From, you know, 15 years ago. I could believe that, too. That um, wouldn't surprise me at all. And then referring that to the New York State people who have it in for Trump. But, you know, we'll have to watch that unfold. I don't uh, I don't think America is going to impeach Donald Trump because he had a bunch of no-show tenants who paid top rents, and it looked a little like money laundering in 1994. I don't think he'll get impeached for that. Or he's completely straight on his taxes, which
0: a lot of people aren't, especially businessmen with a lot of uh, complicated... Tax situation. Well, if you
3: if you if you if you do nothing that the IRS would dispute on your taxes, you're half a fool. <laughs> I mean, because the tax code is so complicated and convoluted and there's so much gray area that you got to push. And what is an impeachable
0: offense, as Gerald Ford once said? It's whatever the House of Representatives, a majority of the House of Representatives says it is. Right. Could be anything. Mm-hmm. If a majority says having hair like that is an impeachable offense and they, they're they the majority, then it is. He's an infamous golf cheater. I'd impeach for that. <laughs> but then the Senate has to decide whether or not to boot him up. Uh, and they get to decide, too, however they want. Um. So, I don't know. I think that's what's going on. But, man, that whole look at her. He wouldn't go there. Mika Brzezinski was aghast. On Morning Joe over that as being so misogynist and awful to say that she's too disgusting to have sex with or something.
3: Well, I don't think it's misogynist.
0: There's a lot of, well, I don't, I don't know how many guys, but Uh,
3: it's it's not true, but uh, it's not misogynist. uh,
0: I don't know. I think if you want I haven't seen any of her uh, her work, her body of work, but I'm I'm guessing it's the typical pornographic fare. <laughs> yes. And in it, many ways, yes. If it is sort of the the same sort of thing I've seen in the past, that that doesn't turn me on in terms of like you're now my my girlfriend. I, I don't find that appealing. Well, a momentary release of sexual
3: tension, however, would be, uh, you know...
0: She's skilled. There's an ooh factor, there. Now, there's
2: a little
3: misogyny right there. This woman has spent a great deal of time and energy perfecting her skills in her chosen craft. And you're poo-pooing it. How dare you, sir? Her chosen craft. How dare
0: you? Anyway. We're in New York City, so I guess I'll go downstairs and get a bagel. We haven't made it here, so we won't make it anywhere. I'm going to go ride the subway real quick and come right back.
1: by visiting musicgives.org.
5: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.